Yo, so if you've ever been interested in making a podcast, we have a solution for you. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast from your phone or your computer. And Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more places. You also can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and tell them Crash Dummy sent you. Now back to the podcast. Level these nuts. Okay, that's a good start, I guess. <laughs> Open up the podcast like that. Oh, oh. man. I got to close the door. Yo! No, we, you, you're acting like this is going to be the start of the podcast. It's going to start with you saying the nuts thing. I know. I'm still trying to get hype. Okay, go ahead. The fuck? What's wrong with you? Yo, what's up? <laughs> what's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? Welcome to Crash Dummies Podcast. So we recommend the podcast to a friend, and the first thing they hear is just silence. Like, just hey, silence? Bro. Like, hey, man. I tried to I tried to listen to that shit. That shit was garbage. Uh, this is Michael. I'm Mike. My name is Patrick. Follow us on Instagram, at uh, Mike Siobu, and then at, what is your at name? P. Johnson, Johnson Jr. underscore Jr. Oh, wow. Everywhere now. Everywhere now? Yeah. Why? Are, are some congrats in order? Yeah, some congrats. I don't want to talk about that, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Fifth Color. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, welcome to episode 45. You got a player that wore uh, Michael four- Jordan. Ah, yeah, that's okay. nice. Hey, come on, man. You know, you was born and raised in Chicago. Well, not born and raised, raised in Chicago. Yeah. They used to beat the shit out of you. Um, I was actually named Michael because of Michael Jordan. Really? In 92. My dad was just like... I thought it was because of Michael Strahan. Um, <laughs> welcome like- to episode 45. Also, hey, um, anybody that has a Twitter, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on... Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, all of our social media, obviously TikTok, follow us, but subscribe, subscribe, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, follow, subscribe, yeah. do something. Um, our Twitter, uh, we've been trying to get chat Ocho Cinco just to watch the podcast. We want somebody with some um, some pull to watch the podcast. That's how confident we are in our content. We just so if you got a Twitter, tweet at chat Ocho Cinco and blow, let's blow his mentions up until he watches our podcast. And then you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna include a. I'm gonna do a twenty five dollar um, Amazon gift card for somebody. Like any, I'm gonna just rally the names that I see that tweet Chad Johnson and uh, our our at name too, and I'll just pick somebody at random for $25. all right, right? Even if he doesn't respond, yeah. Or should I? Or should I just get a twenty five dollar uh, Amazon card and just read it all? <laughs> no, no, no. It has to go to the people that actually did the work. <laughs> oh, you gonna read on air and see the first person? To use it? <laughs> no, but that wouldn't be fair to people that actually tweeted. What if somebody can't like read or listen? And they like he said F. F that on the <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna send it to the actual person that that tweets it. All right, cool, 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 All cool. Right. All right, did you see um, Dave Chappelle? I did get attacked on stage. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, everybody blaming Will Smith for <laughs> giving people that confidence to do it. I feel like that's a totally different situation. Yeah. Chris Rock was in a to- like that was his peer. Yeah, walking up like Will Smith. Oh no, I think they're two different things. But I'm saying like. The re- the reason that he that the person had was confident enough to to get on stage. Yeah, I don't know. Did you see how the person looked? Yeah, 
person was like that gothic black mm-hmm. fingernails black guy. I heard that they're saying that he has a decent following too on social media, like thirty really? k. Damn. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was. He identified as. I'm not even gonna try to misgender the person or you know the the letters, LGBTQ. Um, you yeah. <laughs> fucked that up somehow. I don't know. I don't know, but anyway, he's part. Of, I think he was part of that group too. So, I guess the 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 story might be is like oh oh Dave, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that's a, that's his arch rival. Yeah, it? so Dave was making you know making fun of uh, them and a couple of the the specials and stuff like that. Yeah, Dave held his own. Yeah, the guy, it looked like the guy tried to spear him or scoop him. Yeah, he he, he was good a like, little bit, but then he fell at the end. But it wasn't like a a really good spear because he took he braced the contact at first, but yeah. you know just got tripped up too. It's too much. Dave probably like fifty, right? Yeah, yeah that's and too then much for him. The funniest thing, and I feel these celebrities like I feel them. This is the first time. You can stump somebody out with no repercussions. So you got imagine this. That dude has the funniest story to tell his grandchildren if he ever has kids. I got stumped out by Dave Chappelle, Busta Rhymes, and Jamie Foxx. Mm, that's tough. Like I got stumped out by. Would them. you do that? No. <laughs> if you knew you could get stumped out, who? Is, no. no, I'm no saying, I'm not, all right, listen, listen, listen. I got a question for you. Right. If you had to get stumped out by two celebrities, had to. Yeah. Who would you pick? Stumped out by two celebrities. Um, Brad Pitt. Why do you always go with Brad Pitt? I feel like you got like a man crush on Brad Pitt. No, I just want to get Brad Pitt. I got to do something white. (laughs) What? Go ahead. I just want to pick somebody white because I don't know. It probably could be. It it could. No, no, no. Because if it's a black person, I don't want it to be like black on black crime. Is Brad Pitt? I don't know. I don't know that we should be this deep into this what? conversation. <laughs> dude, talk about <laughs> reparations. Dude, reparations. You get political. <laughs> the reason why I picked a white man to do this is because if I pick a black man, America's gonna make me seem like yeah, it's just a question, my dog. <laughs> Chill out, Dr. Umar. <laughs> uh, shout out to Dr. Umar. No, I, mine would be uh, Drake and um, LeBron. I Why? Just the biggest stars. Like, I'll always be known. <laughs> so, so fraud, bro. <laughs> biggest stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Um, I feel like when I said biggest, you just went off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like in those moments now I've been like see the thing about me on this podcast I'm vulnerable on purpose like people got to realize that too like right it's funny is this just part of my my humor and stuff like that so when I get the chance to to get a little payback sometimes because yeah. sometimes I just don't you know sometimes I just let things go yeah you ain't got no like choice. the stuff you said last week was actually really wild what did I say Oh, the biggest D? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that cool. Was, that was wild. That's crazy. <laughs> that was but yeah. wild. But I was talking about Drake because I feel like Drake, whatever Drake does, you know everybody that Drake's influence cross paths with forever, whether it's beef, whether it's a feature. But how does that help you out? The same way you would think it wouldn't help me out, but Drake just helped the dude out. Um, some dude comment, commented under Drake's post, mm-hmm. uh, about or, his kid, about his kid or about, I think it, it was not, under a reply, under his a reply. reply. Yeah, yeah. So Drake commented on something, 
because Drake's comments on his post are limited. Yeah. So it was under Drake's reply to a post of something else. And the dude was like, um, something about ghost riders and ghost kids, riders yeah. and your goal, your kid's going to be playing with ghost riders, mm-hmm. basically a play on his kid and that Drake has might have ghost riders, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So Drake actually responds, which Drake never responds to trolls. I don't think, I don't think he's ever done it. Yeah. You can backtrack forever. He's never responded to a troll. So he actually responded to the troll and was like, um, you know, maybe I can, it looks like your wife needs some excitement in her life mm-hmm. and maybe I should DM her. So he actually DM the guy's wife, which is crazy. And obviously that blew up. Uh, the dude was like, the dude kind of, first of all, like you said, dude should not be getting this much clout because he dissed. No, he kid. should be getting clout. It, it, it's what happened. Is, it's Drake. I, I, it's not the but clout he, part. It's just a kid, it's, though. Yeah, that's the corny part, and that's why I was like, even though like I understand, like I would have tried to take advantage of Drake replying to me too, but I don't want, I don't want troll Drake. Like Drake, troll Drake, right? Right. Don't talk about his kid though. That's like weird, and I don't yeah, think that was even so. like, that's not the thing that's really highlighted. Really, is that he was talking about his kid, and that's why. But. Again, it's one of those things if, I don't know, it's short-sighted. He got a couple followers. It's, that's that's the type of pages you're going to see in, like, a year now. They still got 15,000 followers right, and, and, like, three and they, likes. Yeah, and they only got four or five likes on <laughs> yeah. the picture. But he's doing a good job with the promo, though. Yeah, he may, he probably make a good, like, 10 racks Cause just from the promo. People are watching this story, so people yeah. want to see if, you know, is I think he went from 800 followers to 24 or or to like 17,000 and his wife went from like 600 followers to like 24,000. I think her, the wife might be at like almost 50. Right. Right. It's probably keep going. It's probably growing from then. But anyways, uh they using the the promo right. You know, they not 30K. just sitting there just 30k. They not just sitting there just like You weren't going to ask how I had her Instagram pulled up that quickly. I'm pretty sure you searched it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to see what she looked yeah. like. You huh? <laughs> said I wanted to see what it looked like. But, yeah. So, you th- do you think the dude is worried at all? No. I think I think deep inside, I think he's like, it's one of those things when, but it's kind of one of those things where you kind of just have to, like, um, fake, you know, yo, that's not bothering me. Yeah, I like Drake. Oh, Drake's following my girl. What am I going to do? But I think as a guy, like, deep inside is like, I you, you can have all the confidence in the world in in your, your wife and stuff like that, but you never know what someone's going to do when the actual opportunity is presented. Yeah, I, that's why I disagree. The only reason I disagree uh-huh. is because I'm thinking if it happened to me. Yeah. So let's say if Drake actually puts pressure on your girl, right? He can get her. But does he have time to do that? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? And I think I, I, I think he does, I, I think he also wouldn't want to seem like seem corny in the thing. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like if it was ever a situation where they're in the same room type of thing, that's when you gotta like but I guess he it's it's true. I guess I agree with you then now too, because there's never a situation that they're gonna be in the same room. So it's like one also, of those things. even if they're in the same room That's the, different. No, but the girl knows the risk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know why you're trying to do this. And as soon as you get whatever you need out of me, you're gonna be done and you're gonna go troll my husband. So yeah. it's like She might be done with some money in her pocket though. Huh? She might be done with money in her pocket. Hey. Drake so Drake flew out a a female singer. That was engaged to somebody, and for to shoot music, and the dude knew that she was going there, and ended up sleeping with the girl and ruined <laughs> their oh, damn, marriage. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> I, 
hey. There was a, I, I swear there was a recent article of someone saying that they could have did uh, a song with Drake back in like 09, but yeah. they never did it because their boyfriend was Wouldn't, wouldn't let him, yeah. Yeah. Boy. Good on him, man. King. <laughs> that boy fumbles his back for his girl. Girl, he tripped. She was going to leave anyways if she got on. <laughs> Bro, you want to know a crazy Uber fact that I saw? Uber fact? Uber fact. You know Uber facts on oh, yeah, Twitter, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. It says you're more likely to die around 11 a.m. than at any other time during the day. I move so differently now, bro. From 11 <laughs> to 12, I do nothing now. <laughs> I literally, if I'm at if I'm at work, I'm sitting at my desk. If That's I'm a at good home, way. That's like a, a a good way to like increase your life expectancy. And I debated, I debated so hard. I was sitting there for about 10 minutes. And I'm thinking about like all the listeners we had, you know, during the month. And I'm just like, man, I don't want them to know this because the time might move. Mm -hmm. Like, what if the time moves? True. Uh, there's no more daylight saving, I think. No, I'm saying what if everybody finds out the time is at 11. Yeah. Right now, everybody's going to start being safe at 11. Mm -hmm. And then the time's going to have to move to a different time because everybody yeah. knows it's 11. Now it might be 1 o'clock. Now I'm back in danger. <laughs> hey, so let's keep this to ourselves, everybody. <laughs> everybody that's hearing this, I'm trusting you. Hey, we're going to stay safe at 11, man. <laughs> so I was on the, uh, I was on live with uh, one of our friends, TJ. And I'm just going to say, like, one of my friends, <laughs> one of my friends were talking on live, right? And he said that... Um, he prayed for his girlfriend, right? Because we were having a conversation about, like, do you believe in soulmates and stuff like that? So he was like, he prayed he prayed for the girl that he had down to the way she was shaped. So I was like, <laughs> you really prayed to God that your girl had a fat ass? He's like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> you think God, bro, you think God got time for that shit? Praying to God for a fat That's ass wild, is crazy. That's wild, bro. <laughs> Just think God, like, just think if God, like, just think of Almighty. Just think if God is, um, what's, what, who's in that movie? Jim Carrey Yeah, something? Jim Carrey. If he is receiving. He's doing things in chronological no, order. No, rece receiving prayers is like their emails, yeah. right? And he's like, damn, okay, uh, you wish, you know, you're praying that your parents are safe. Uh, you praying that your uh, a new kid, heart. <laughs> you pray right. You praying for a new organ. You praying for your kids to make it to school safe. Praying for a girlfriend with a fat ass. Who the hell is this? <laughs> Who you think I am? Who you think I am? <laughs> That's wild as hell, bro. That's a wild prayer. But there's no way he answered that, bro. He must, <laughs> bro. He had to answer that on accident. <laughs> like, damn, did I reply yes to that? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That's you got some nerves, <laughs> bro. You got bro. I I don't even the crazy thing. I don't pray for stuff. Mm -hmm. I always just say thank you. Yeah, like, that's like my biggest prayer. I don't ever go. Oh, I pray I get this job. I say thank you if I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's true. I feel like it, I don't know. I always felt like kind of crazy asking God for something. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I didn't think that. I always pray for what I want. Oh, his own. <laughs> yeah. What else we got? Oh, it was another story. Um, so, um, I was wondering why Jerry Jones was trending, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Jerry Jones, <clears throat> the super famous owner for the Cowboys, been owning the Cowboys for you know twenty plus years, uh, thirty plus years. Shit. Um, 
he was in an accident, and I'm like, damn, why is everybody tweeting that he was in a car accident? Because he had minor injuries. Yeah. He was taken to the hospital. I'm guessing because how old he is. You know, you're in an accident. You die. Oh, you got to go to the hospital. Pelvis might be broke or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so he went to the hospital, but it's where he got into the accident at. There's this place called Harry Hines in Texas, which is like purely known for yeah. prostitution. It's known for prostitution? Known for prostitution. Like, when you go to Harry Hines, if you look up Harry Hines on Twitter, if you Google it, known for prostitution. Where is this place? In Texas. Okay. So, a billionaire. (laughs) Go ahead. What? I was acting like I was making an inquiry. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah, you're like, where's this at? (laughs) So, it just crazy to me that a billionaire... Still is going out looking for like prostitutes. Like you're a billionaire, bro. Some people they he cheap. <laughs> like, nope. I want to pay the forty dollars like I used to. Yeah, some people want that excitement in their life. They want to do it the hard way. They literally got a live recording from the car before the car crash, bro. <laughs> oh, he got in the car crash? Yeah, that's how they find out he was in Harry Hines. You've been listening? <laughs> <laughs> Like, same thing like 20 times. I said, Texas. <laughs> I didn't do that. What's wrong with this dude? Oh, man. But no, that's a live recording of um him in the car right before the crash, bro. Uh, it's, man. Is he okay? Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, okay. okay. But it's just. I can, I can you laugh. You can just hear the. Yeah, you can laugh a okay. little bit. <laughs> Ooh, we. What? that booty. I did not. Oh, man. That's... My eyes are on the road. Okay, mine was on that booty. Mm. I've seen this meme. Good looking woman. Well, I guess I don't. Yeah. I've, I've seen that meme before. Yeah, it's a meme, bro. Oh. Damn, you're lame as hell. Oh, what? You ruined the whole thing. Oh, that, was, that was literal. <laughs> Anyways, but no, the, the story real. Them, obviously, oh. the recording thing. <laughs> Mike blew it for y'all, man. <laughs> My bad. You should have told me. That's the one you should have ran by me before. Uh... I'm running shit by you. So, I got a question. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Go wait, ahead. Wait. So... Then that leads me. Oh, the story's still going. Yes. Okay. Go so ahead. I was all, so as I'm scrolling on Twitter, who's the other owner that's been in these type of scandals? Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft, yeah. right? And I was scrolling on Twitter. Literally right after that, I saw this theory. Okay, this is my NFL theory. This is for a TikTok clip. Okay, my NFL theory that I read on Twitter. From user Lil Butts, I'm mad I just read that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is that the reason Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback of the 49ers, got traded from the Patriots was not because of Tom Brady wanted him gone. It was because Robert Kraft wanted him gone. Okay, here it is. A A few years back, it was rumored the GOAT QB, which is Tom Brady, felt threatened by his perspective prospective replacement which resulted in a shock trade of said new talent and a major divide in management because head coach wanted to keep him please block out this next part right please block out that last part this is what really happened okay this is the real reason jimmy g got traded um the real reason for the trade was because a qb knocked up the owner's much younger girlfriend the owner publicly claimed to not follow the trial traded player 
is a bust and quarterback legend continues to win with fame takes one for the team. So they're still talking about like they're saying Jimmy Garoppolo. They're trying to be private, but it's Jimmy G they're talking about. They're saying like the player that was traded was a bust, but it's Jimmy G. And they say the player that was kept was Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So they're saying Jimmy G got Robert Kraft's younger girlfriend pregnant. Kraft's younger girlfriend. That's a wild theory. If true. She is she is pregnant. Uh, she had the kid. So you think Jimmy G is fathering a child that he's not claiming? Robert, and that's not Robert Kraft's kid. So that's a theory. That's why you got traded. Are we fake news? Huh? Maybe. It's like that. You ever seen that um, thing in life? What thing in life? Huh? What thing in life? Life? Uh, the movie? Oh, <laughs> I said the thing in life. I was like, "What?" The no. moment in life where it'd be like, "I'm not that dead." I don't I'm, remember I'm that the movie. Pappy. I'm the pappy. I don't remember. I forgot you're not black, black. <laughs> I'm not black, black. Nah. I'm the original black. No, 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 no. You're not like black. Like you, you, like you've not seen some black movies. What is what's the definition of black movie? Like what black movies? Like how many times you seen Baby Boy? Baby Boy, a couple times. Yeah. How many times? Maybe over 10 times. Over 10? Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It should be over 20. You're not that black. What other movies? Uh, How many times you seen Love and Basketball? Mm, I don't think I've ever watched the full thing. Not black. Yeah. Not black. There's a lot of black movies I haven't seen. I don't know why. How many times you seen ATL? I was seen I've seen ATL a lot of times. A lot of times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like, like a current... That's like a more like... Not an oldie cap of black it movie. Ain't, it ain't crazy, crazy, yo. yeah. Like I don't, I don't think I saw what's that movie you always talking about the the kid died the baby the baby oh not the kid the the one they're playing baseball oh you ever seen Hardball before no I don't think I've seen that's Hardball. crazy I don't I haven't seen Hardball G Baby yeah and shout out to G Baby I haven't seen a lot of those movies I was busy watching Seinfeld and shit nobody waiting so I was watching Seinfeld when I was seven <laughs> <laughs> should have been turning on that HBO but but um there's something I saw on Twitter uh. And it, it made sense. It was like, when someone says, hear me out, you know some bullshit's coming. Yeah. That, mean, that means, like, hey, my first, like co- the- my first couple sentences is about to be wild as fuck. Yeah. But hear me out and don't cut me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or keep a positive mindset thinking that the end point's going to make some type of sense. But, yeah. Like, hey, bro, hear me out. Okay, this girl I hooked up last night has HIV. I said, hear me out. (laughs) Yo, 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 yo. So you know So we're going to rob this bank, and one of us got to go in there with no mask on. Wait, wait. Hear me out. The reason why I said no mask, because they're going to think you got a mask. Yeah, that's always, it's always in like the worst situations too. It's never like a a hear me out and something you want to do. The one thing that always like gets me is like when somebody texts me like, Hey, bro, or hey, can I? I got a question for you. Like, just ask me the question. Every time, like that stuff is just like super annoying. You already know some stuff that you don't want to do is coming. Hey, bro, can I ask you a question? Or hey, bro, can you do me a favor? Like, what? I want to know the favor all in one go, rather than just can I do me a favor? Now I'm waiting here. Like, oh, what favor can you do? That's the worst, bro. Yeah. Hey, bro, can you do me a favor? Like, you should have been asked. Yeah, like, like ask the question. Hey, bro, can I ask you a question? <laughs> 
No, and no. I, and I, no. <laughs> like, has anybody ever said no to that? Yeah. Like, can I ask you a question? Except black moms? Yeah. <laughs> they say no to you know, Can I ask you a question? No. You know, there's one term I never knew how to answer right. It was when somebody says, uh, when people used to tell me, like, do you mind if I, I never knew how to answer that question sometimes. Because sometimes, like, nah. Or I'll be like, yeah. Like, I don't, like, is somebody like, do you mind if um I grab this right here? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. But it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, yeah, I do mind. Go ahead. Yeah, that is true. That's a trick question. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I do mind. Yeah. You're supposed to say, no, I don't mind. I guess you kind of have to say, but it's like, you I know, don't mind. But your, the... but your instincts when you're grabbing something and like, if they want to do something like you're going to like, yeah, like you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> like oh it, right you're like can i grab this yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs> why are you holding your hand like, like that? This? grab what <laughs> back to the doctor oh! situation <laughs> oh, boy, a pro. he taught me well i'm just joking bro <laughs> he taught you well no i said thought top. Oh! that was is that a double pause moment then because i said he taught me well i thought he said oh i thought you said he topped you well i was scrolling on tiktok and i saw like this this wild interview of what some instagram models do for cash mm -hmm. it's crazy you ready for this yeah all right here we go all these little chicks even around here you see all these little fucking instagram I'll put it on top of the mic. from fucking nuremberg or wherever the fuck in dubai by themselves and ain't posted nobody else with them they over there getting shit on, nigga. I've got paid to each, and I have one million liquid dollars in my bank account. Tell me all that. Wow, some sheiks. I be flying these chicks out, <laughs> paying for everything just so they can get shit on and pissed on. And I will receive twenty-five thousand U.S. dollars two weeks before I come to Dubai. And they know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just in Dubai getting fucked up and having a good time. That's that word. You getting shit upon? For sure. I'm a CPA. At the least a hundred grand. Did you let somebody shit on you, buddy? <laughs> I kind of already knew that about them girls. Them I never knew that. Yeah, they're getting shit on, peed on, getting slapped. I might go to Dubai to get slapped for a million. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Whoa! <laughs> like slapped in the face for a million. Bro, that's not all they want. Obviously, they're the slapping. I, hey, we have an agreement. The slapping. I feel like the the slapping and getting pooped on. Just additives. Are right. Those are like this is what's gonna make it, you know, worth more. Is the fact that you're from America and I get to have intercourse with you with these additives that I get to slap no, you. Some of them are going there just to get shit on. No, I don't. I don't. No, 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 that. no. They. Uh, some of them are going over there. Just to get shit on. I don't get the pleasure in that. That when you have a gazillion dollars, you, you probably try a lot of stuff that they don't do. They could get any girl in the world, right? And there's some things that might like <laughs> intrigue you. Like that's hey, crazy. I've done I would everything never be and that everything. More. I've done everything and everything. No amount of money in the world to be like, bro. I've done everything. Now it's time to shit on people. Literally. Yeah. That's crazy. It's bro. like a. It might be like a kink. That you kind of like develop, develop. Like, how do you develop some? I shit think people like that? develop kinks. You think so? Yeah, there's I, some dudes. I feel like no. There's I, some dudes that are like into like suffocation. 
No, 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 no. No, for real. What I always said, what I always thought about money. So this thing I always thought about money. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do when you get money, like you see people um, start dressing more uh, eccentric, should yeah. I call it? Like, you know, like Gunna, uh, Andre 3000 was doing it. That's always been within them. You know what I mean? To try different things, to try to like push, like even like if going back to kinks, you can't have crazy kinks without money. You get what I'm saying? So if you always wanted to, you know, poop on a girl, mm-hmm. you can't do that if you're making $40,000 a year. Yeah. You can't, that's your whole paycheck for mm-hmm. you to find a girl to do that to. Mm-hmm. But that's always been inside you. You don't develop kinks. Just be like, man, this will be nice. Stuff that gets unlocked. Yes. Okay. And I feel like that's, I'm telling you, that's what drives some people to work hard, bro. What? what? They got a crazy kink and they like, bro, I cannot satisfy this kink unless I'm a millionaire. bro. That's why you see so many millionaires that are just like predators and freaks, bro. Mm -hmm. Because that's their pure motivation behind it, bro. Yeah. Look at us expanding our our boundaries of talking about IG models getting pooped on. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> that is wild, bro. <laughs> getting pooped on for money, bro. I just don't get like when people do that because you're always going to know like why you got the um to them it might seem different because it's like it's in Dubai that's happening. So like nobody's ever gonna. No one's ever I guess the privacy yet, like you know you're gonna get away with it. Mm-hmm. That's why I always think of like obviously. You know, when people know they're not going to get caught, like, what are they willing to do? A lot of things. <laughs> I see. I'm sh- I was shocked by this. <laughs> no, I feel like people's, I think people's morals can be bought for sure. Facts. You saw Pete Davidson finally clap back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, he didn't really clap back. But he finally mentioned Kanye. Kanye, like, he wasn't, he, he didn't really say, I think the, um... I think the the best joke that he had was weird ear. I had an AIDS scare this year. Yeah, I did. And you're like, Pete, wow, what's going on in your life? Are you uh, sharing needles? You doing heroin? Are you having tons of unprotected sex? No, Kanye told me I had AIDS. He's a, he's a genius. So I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I better call my doctor. I feel like um, I just should put the Derrick Rose meme. Like, you got all my boys laughing with the Derrick Rose meme. <laughs> the thing about, like, when celebrities talk about... It's funny when comedians become, like, superstar celebrities. So now you're more intrigued about the experience they have mm-hmm. than if they're funny or not. Like... Dave Chappelle, which is my favorite comedian, now, like, comparing him to the, the Chappelle show when he had to be funny every 15 seconds, mm-hmm. right? And he kept the funny going. Now you'll watch his stand-up, and he'll talk for, like, 15, 20 minutes without even trying to be funny. And then he'll slip a joke in. Yeah. But part of the reason why it's so funny is because of the experience. Like, he's talking about, like, the joke he had about his son meeting Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. The fact, the reason why it's so funny is because his son met Kevin Hart. If I talked about my son and me meeting a comedian, a random comedian at the Laugh Factory, yeah. the same story, it would not be funny. But it's like, this is Dave Chappelle. And he's talking about Kevin Hart. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's what makes him funny. That's the same thing with Pete Davidson. It's like the only reason people are laughing because people, first of all, it's a story. You're talking about Kanye, the richest black man in America. You're talking about yourself, Pete Davidson, who's been in the news. And also this somehow involves Kim Kardashian, which is the thing. So people are super interested. And they're going to laugh at any little thing. Yeah. People be like, and no, 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 no. Like, because Kanye says so. Like, And I feel like when you're at those comedy shows with all those celebrities there, it's like. You're in. You're like. You're so happy to be there. So anything they say, they'll say, "Hey, what's up?" And everybody like, ah. <laughs> they can say anything, and the people will laugh. Especially at those. Uh, that was like the Netflix is a joke festival thing. That's the same thing like Dave Chappelle was at oh, when he yeah. was saying that. Oh, I know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. He's still weird though for the, the tattoo thing, but I guess <laughs> I, <laughs> you say you don't rock with him. Yeah. Ah, huh? uh, I'm really indifferent to that whole side of the family. I just don't like what uh, Kim was kind of doing to. To Ray J, she was saying some weird stuff on the show about Ray J. And Ray J pretty much was ready to go nuclear on on the Kardashians, say like how the first like uh, tape was um, was planned and all that other stuff. I don't like it's the more and more um, the more and more I watch the Kardashians because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm just flicking through the TV. You see clips all the time, especially their new show is back out, so you see clips all the time of them on the internet. The more and more I see them the more and more I know, like, everything since the beginning has been strategic. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Chris used to have everything to do with it. Now, Kim kind of runs the show also, so it's kind of Kim and Chris now. Yeah. Everything has been strategic. Has there been some real stuff that's happened to the Kardashian family? Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, like, you know, Kim getting robbed. Obviously, Kate and Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, that happening, obviously, some of the breakups and stuff, obviously, they have no control over that. But to say they didn't have control of what happened after that, everything's been strategic. Mm-hmm. Like, from what I believe no news gets out for to the main media about the Kardashians unless they want it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the like you know, Chloe going to see Lamar at the hospital. Yeah. During rehab. Like, they have enough money to sneak Chloe in. Where nobody could see if Chloe got into there. Mm-hmm. Like, but they want that. Like, Chloe went to go see Lamar. You know what I mean? Or, like, um, you know what I mean? Like, the Kim, you know, first of all, and skip all what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> why did Kim Kardashian wear Marilyn Monroe's dress? <laughs> I thought that was, and she got it from Ripley's, believe it or not. Yeah, they gave it to her. That's so weird, bro. And the dress didn't fit. Yeah, because I because her butt. Yeah, did you see the back like how it looked? Yeah, and then she went in uh and changed into a different like a replica dress. Oh, after after yeah, that's crazy <laughs> to me, bro. I don't know. It's one of those weird. And then like, so when she gave the dress back, Ripley's believe it or not gave her a gift. What was the gift? What a jar of Marilyn Monroe's a hair. hair. Yeah, wow, wild, bro. You yeah. wore a <clears throat> R.I.P. a dead woman's dress. Mm-hmm. That she wore and then took a lock of her hair as a reward for you wearing the dress. Yeah, trying to bring that. That, that. you couldn't fit. <laughs> like, that is a wild, bro. If that's not Hollywood, now you see why some people go crazy in Hollywood, bro. Yeah, especially if you're a Nickelodeon star. What? She said something totally different. I just said, especially if you in word. I was like, whoa. <laughs> All right, I got a question for you. Uh, you meet your 13-year-old self, but you can only tell him three words. What do you say and why? You want to know? I'll, I'll say mine's first. Go ahead. Um, mine's would be, it's a trick. 
because the reason why, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but my parents tricked me into going to Nigerian boarding school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So my grandfather actually died, um, and then they used that opportunity to send us to uh, boarding school. So my dad would always give us extra work sometimes, right? So then he ended up giving us, like, an entra- uh, entrance exam to one of the schools over there. So we're taking it blindly, and then there was just weird because we just came back from winter break, and then my parents like, oh, yeah, we're going to Nigeria next week. I'm like, I have, like, finals next week. And he's like, oh, yeah, I talk to your teachers. And my dad never talks to my teachers. So it was a little fishy, and my older brother was hip to it, though. He was like, yeah, something doesn't feel right about this. And then we ended up going to um, Nigeria. We were there for, like, a week, and then my mom calls us in the room and says, and uh, rewind. I was when I was leaving school. I was telling, "Hey, everybody, I'll see y'all next week. I'll see y'all next week. I'll see y'all next week." And then you get to Nigeria, stay there for a week, and then my mom calls us in the room and says, "Hey, um, you guys aren't going back." We're like, "We're not going back." Like, yeah, you guys are staying in Nigeria for boarding school. I lost my shit. I've never cursed that out my mom. That was the time I cursed my mom out. And then my dad was in America. I called him. My dad's super strict, so even me, like me, saying this is like I was like, "Oh shit!" I really said that to my dad. I was like, "You a, you a, like you didn't even have a confidence, a confidence to come to uh, over here with us." And 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 then my dad would just didn't say anything. He just like hung up on me. But I was like, it, it almost felt like my. It, it was, it like was life- good being tough because you was a whole country away. Yeah. <laughs> All that tough shit. <laughs> that boy far as hell away, yeah. going crazy. Go, but like. It almost like I've never like been like almost dead or anything, but like it almost felt like that way. It just felt like your whole life, because you know, playing football, I had aspirations playing D one football and all this stuff, and having my whole life just flash before me. Because I'm I, I am from Nigeria. I was born there, but I left when I was four or five to come to America. So that was my first time in Nigeria since I was four. So I hardly remember anything. So it's like it also felt like I was in a foreign country. You know, it didn't feel like it was normal stuff, so, man. I was like cursing my parents out, and then we tried to escape. So me and my brothers, we had a a, a really a good amount of money that we made that was in a shoebox, like under our bed. So, but our parents were smart with it. So our parents took our passports away, too. So we were trying to like get somebody to go under our bed, and then this lady in Nigeria was gonna help us get uh, Nigerian passports, and we we're gonna try to prison break this shit. But as you kept doing it and you have to go to boarding school and all this stuff, like they don't get phones and stuff like that. It was just hard to like coordinate. And after a while, you just got to you got to just accept faith. It, it felt like a, I, I appreciate going there because now I got a new love for Nigeria. And then I made a, a lot of my good friends are from there now. But <laughs> it felt like it was like a three year like prison sentence, too. <laughs> it, went to prison for real. <laughs> Chilling with Toby. Send them boys to boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> So my answer to that question is, um, I feel like I'm the biggest troll in the world. And, you know, I don't care about my 13-year-old self that much. So I'm going to be like, please don't say. Just have my 13-year-old self going crazy. <laughs> don't say what? <laughs> That's so You do that. I wonder if that has an effect on your future self. <laughs> Like, when you get back? I know. I'm like the butterfly flick thinking I'm funny as hell. And next thing I know, I'm in a psych war. I'm like, oh, my God. A little weak-ass dude can't handle that. 
play ain't got nothing. It's like, man. That's three words. How we end up here? After you, after you got that message, man, you just locked yourself in the room. And you used to write words on the board trying to figure out what it was. God damn. <laughs> that would be so messed up, bro. Just living your leaving your your old self with a a, a cliffhanger. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I want to do. Um, bro, you know we hear a lot of stuff. Well, when, growing up, I heard uh, a lot of stuff at an African American studies class, mm-hmm. which I'm so lucky to have because a lot of people don't know about like Black history. Yeah, and like a lot of people only know the big stories. You know, obviously, like the Underground Railroad is one of them, but the people that even know that don't really like know the details of it, right? They just think like, you know, Harriet Tubman was coming back, getting people and like getting them to like dodging all these people. She never missed and getting them to the North star, which is like the basis of the story. Mm-hmm. But like, they don't know like the, like what she had to do. Like Harriet Tubman had to kill people because they would get like halfway and the person would get, somebody would get scared. Oh, she killed people that were escaping with her. Yeah. Wow. Because they would get scared and they were going to turn around and snitch on people. She had, you know, maybe, you know, 50, 100, 150 people with her Mm -hmm. sneaking them through like this secret passageway. And you got one person like, man, I'm scared. I can't. I got to go back. If you go back and get caught, they're going to be like, okay, they got to be along this trail. Now you ruin it for everybody forever. Yeah. So she has to kill people. They say like when they are transferring babies, that's the crazy part. When they used to transfer babies. She used to have to knock out the babies if they were crying at the wrong time. Like <laughs> Harriet Tubman was out here hitting kids? Knocking them out, bro. Harriet Tubman was like a true gangster, bro. Wow. <laughs> hey, I, I guess you have to do what it got to do to free the slaves. Yeah. she. I mean, obviously, she... Had, That's know. still a crazy concept to me, too. Like, It's still like... Every time I think about it, sometimes you got to realize that that really happened. Because, you know, they dramatize and, like, they make movies out of a lot of these things. So sometimes you start looking at it as, like, this didn't happen. (laughs) But it's like, nah, people were really slaves. People were really trying to escape to get freedom. Like People are, like, (laughs) black people, bro. It's so... I'm laughing just because it's just kind of one of those things where it's, like, it's crazy enough that it that it happened. And to... (laughs) To be where we are now is like, yeah. Look crazy. at us now. <laughs> well, that was the wrong saying, huh? Look what? at me now. No, no. Oh, we made it. That's what I was trying to say. Oh, <laughs> don't bleep yourself out. <laughs> that's what I expect white people to do. What? Bleep themselves out. No, nah, that's too close, bro. <laughs> they can't even bleep themselves nah, out. Just don't even get close. To <laughs> I feel like you bleep yourself out, you can unbleep yourself too. <laughs> the, the part that's funny is that a lot of these concerts, there's a lot of white people there, and um, especially like when Mombamba's on stage, and you know, was he has a, does he have the N word himself? But anyway, when when Kendrick Lamar, all those rappers, they have those those uh, the N word in it, right? And everybody's singing it. It's like that's the only time is like gets socially acceptable. No. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's getting bad at that. Though. It depends on what the like the crowd of people is, I guess. Usually is a it's a lot of white people at concerts. What's what that's why I always say is like super wild. It's like there's um there's the ninety nine percent I feel like there's like I don't know, I feel like it's a high percentage of black people mm-hmm. that would not accept someone of uh not that's non black to say the N word in front of them. 
Yeah. Very, very high percentage. Like, mm-hmm. if you're non-black and you said an N-word in front of me, like, I'm going to, like, we're going to talk. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> another percentage will put their hands on you. Yeah. You know, so, um, but that percentage that doesn't, and it, and it can vary and alter, like, the percentage, it's, like, who you're around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, if, if it's you... You know, 10 of your black friends, right? And you guys are all listening to music. And there's like, uh, you know, some Irish dude. And he's in front of you. And he drops the N-word five times singing Meek Mill's Dreams and Nightmares. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel even more empowered to get on his ass. Like, hey, man, what you doing, man? You might, you know, do the like old school bullying where y'all all get in a circle and push him around. Hey, stuff. put him up, put him up. Like your dreidel. <laughs> um, but then... What if you're in a crowd, you have a Travis Scott concert, mm-hmm. you're in a crowd, and a crowd, and it's all a hundred people, non-black, non-black, and they're all saying N-word. What are you going to do? Nothing. There's, I've been in those situations before. There's nothing you have? Yeah. Where at? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, St. John concert, there was a couple, me and one, uh, big, this big black dude, <laughs> we both looked around at whatever everyone was saying, it was like, all right, this is. Boy, outnumbered. Yeah, you can't do anything. Right. <laughs> It's like one of those things, and like I don't know. Sometimes it's just like I'm just here to vibe. <laughs> like y'all can be your own thing. <laughs> That's just sound like something that you just want to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> like you got a problem with it, boy? Like it just feel like it would just be too much of a, a, a fight. Like, am I really really to to, <laughs> to 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 do this? The worst part is like you trying to be tough. Yeah. Right, and you be like, "Hey, man, watch your mouth," and then all you hear is, "Am I talking too fast for you, boy?" <laughs> I say it again <laughs> in slow motion for you too. <laughs> How you like that? You no, know, I was having a random thought when I was watching. I saw something on Twitter, I guess, and it was like a coach talking to like the twelfth, the twelfth person on the bench, right? And he's like, "You contribute, like you going contribute, you contribute to the team without your your hustle and stuff at practice." We wouldn't be here where we are. Man. Why do coaches be lying to those bench players like that? Man, like, shut up, man. <laughs> because if I'm 12th, I'm subbing in practice. Yeah. I'm barely getting in in practice. <laughs> if I'm the 12th dude in basketball, I got to sub in. I think a lot. Imagine like, coming off the bench in practice for five on five. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm subbing in on the scout team off the bench. I just know, like, from our experience when we used to like play football and there's a scout there's a scout team defense and you know the coach would be like hey i like to thank the scout team for you know without y'all like these guys don't get better that's I'm crazy like, i'm them, like that's a lie the boys just getting cardio out there the boys ass <laughs> they suck keep it a bean you just wanted a body so we I've didn't have never, to use dummies <laughs> never like even when even like your first two games when you first got to lakeland yeah you never made me better yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm like, this dude ass. And by the time you got good, we were just both good. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's never like, oh, every time Mike does, like, no. I could have watched that shit on film. They run a hitch on third down. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. I'll just be lying. That's just a, th- a way to, like, keep the players on the team and keep the money coming to the school. Right. But, like, nah, hey, bro, if you're hey. on the bench, if, if you're on scout team. It depends. Fo- it depends. It depends yeah. if you're good or not. Like, if you're. Like if, if you're on a, if you're at Alabama and you're a receiver, and you're on scout team D receiver. Obviously, you're a good receiver. Like yeah, I I think as at some point you okay. I say like if you're a freshman and you're going up against a senior every day, a junior every day, then yes, you're naturally getting better because 
they're at here and you can either get there or not, yeah. right? It's going to push you to get to that limit because you never would have did that if you went to a lesser school. Mm-hmm. But if you're a junior on scout team, you're not getting better. <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. And you're not making the other person better because you're a junior on scout team. You're ass and you'd reach the ass. You plateau it out. That team, like, that, that other thing that bothers me too is when I'm saying all this shit when I'm not a coach no more. But it's when uh, coaches talk about, like, um, culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And how much culture matters. Culture matters only to teams that need the culture to win, right? Yeah. Like, if me, you, and three other dudes were playing flag football and we're all former college football players, if we didn't fuck with each other, we would still win. Yeah. Like, we don't need any chemistry to win against some dudes that play JV in high school. Mm. They need the culture. They got to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> like, culture doesn't need to be a part of every single team for yeah. them to win. Shaq and Kobe hated each other. They won three championships. <laughs> they were just the best two players yeah. in the league at some point. I think, yeah. I think sometimes people think you have to like all your teammates. It's like, when we're on the field, it's like, yeah, I'm going to look out for you. You're going to look out for me. But I don't have to. I don't have to like you off the. Talking like, about if your team needs a ride, if your if your <laughs> if your player, if your teammate needs a ride to Walmart, you give it to him. No, the fuck I want. <laughs> fuck with dude. Dude ain't took a shower in two weeks. Yeah. If if you see your teammate in the fight, you have to you know help. Like no, I'm yeah. not. Like he you chose to. He chose to say that. Been fucking with them crips for too long. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got his ass. Turn him into a crip. <laughs> Watch screaming say, "Oh, you guys are bad teammates." No, we're just we're real. We're just real. We respected everybody. I always res- I have respect for everybody, but it's like I don't have to like everybody. I don't help nobody out just because we on the same team. <laughs> type of shit is that? It's a game. We're playing a game for fun. Y'all both chose Lakeland. Y'all family. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're not my family. <laughs> Would you rather be forced to smell everything you hear or everything you see? Smell everything force to smell so you have to smell smell everything i see or everything you hear so if you hear somebody fart you gotta smell it Mm. i feel like if you hear somebody fart anyways you're already in that distance where you're gonna smell it also like if you hear somebody like i wouldn't want to smell like a random bird though i think it's more of a yeah, I think you I would do... smell a, a, you think a bird stinks? I would do see everything I see. Everything you see? Yes. That's worse. How? Because you can see anything. I know. I I feel like I've, I see pretty decent stuff. Like, I'm am I, in my room all day, I might smell my MacBook, I might smell my light. When I'm in the bathroom, I'm staring at a wall. So I don't, I can just smell so that wall. you ever wall. see somebody throw up? It's a wrap. I, I I wouldn't. I would just look away. If I hear, look, look, I just look away. Right, but the person I hear it gotta exactly. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I can just close my eyes. That's true. <laughs> That's you feel me? True, yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's go. I'm right for once, right? Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll let the we'll let the TikTok what would decide, you pick? huh? Oh, I guess you're agreeing with me now. Yeah, I'm agreeing with oh, okay, you. Okay. This is a really good point. I really had no opinion. I never planned on answering this question. All right, I got another one for you. All right. Would you rather lose an eye or lose a hand? Oh, a hand for sure. Oh. 
The boy feel like he on fire. He just answering questions. <laughs> <laughs> I think an eye. You rather lose an eye, yeah, than a hand. Yeah. I just feel like sports is still my thing. Like I can play. Like I still want to do active stuff and not having a hand, even though it was a prostate hand, is like it's hard to like yeah, I guess get I a good see grip. A lot with an eye. Yeah, like you would just have to be very yeah, you know, moving your neck a lot, but a lot more. <laughs> Fetty Wap has been doing good. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't do anything active. I mean, I feel like if you, he's from the street, so. I feel like there's no more no back shoulder phase if they throw it to the wrong yeah. eye. <laughs> but hey, bro, I threw it to your back shoulder. Like, man, I can't see my back shoulder. Freddie Pop is, yeah, that's crazy, though. He's in the streets. There's some one eye dudes in the street. That's yeah, like, I feel like you got better aim with one eye. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody already can naturally shoot with one eye. Yeah. <laughs> that's Why what, do we do that sometimes? I know sometimes when you're looking through, but sometimes even like when people, I see people like, have their guns out here and like because you have two different visions. Yeah, put your put your uh focus on your finger and then switch it. <laughs> bro, we're so freaking dumb, bro. No, you're dumb. No, why are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes we be forgetting like we're literally talking to people. Like, <laughs> yeah, I forget too, man. Fuck y'all. Wow. <laughs> you ever believe uh, in monsters under your bed? Nah. You know what? I, 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 I believe all those people that had monsters under the bed, that was their uncle. <laughs> I <laughs> I think for, like, especially, like, black moms, I think that's, like, seen as, like, disrespectful. Like, you think there's a monster in this house? <laughs> <laughs> Everything is disrespectful to black moms, bro. Like, bro, I don't think there was a day I didn't disrespect my mom that I learned, like, new every day. <laughs> Be like, you get in the car, you close the door. Don't be slamming my motherfucking door, right? <laughs> get in the car, close the door, soft. Make sure my motherfucking door closed. <laughs> what the fuck you want from me? <laughs> Start choking her. <laughs> Your parents are making you so mad, and you know you can't really like, especially like our 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 type of parents too. Like, if you throw any type of like grunt and like, oh, I'm not like any kind of anger, like you're about to fight, right? <laughs> You always have to like take that energy, like ball that energy up and go in your room and just yell into a pillow. That what, should be feeling good. Put your face in a pillow? Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. I, but I want to be like, bro. <laughs> about you to turn I, Super Saiyan. You, you know what I used to do? I was about to turn Super Saiyan a couple times. I used to. <laughs> when I. <laughs> facts. <laughs> His power level's over 9,000. Um, I used to set my toys up. Yeah. When I used to be mad. And I used to like be tough. That's what I was. I was like eight, bro. I used to set my toys up, and I used to be looking at my corner of my eye. Like, I swear to God, if y'all looking at me, I'm gonna smack that shit. <laughs> so I have, I have my action figures set up, and I look out the corner of my eye, and obviously I pointed them right at me, so they looking at me, and I just smacked the fuck out of one of them. And I was like, and for the rest of y'all. <laughs> Y'all see what happened to He-Man. Yeah. <laughs> this shit can't happen to you. <laughs> I really used to I brought, I really used to be looking out the corner of my eye like Bro, I swear to God. After I'm seeing Toys uh Toy Story, I used to be looking at my toys kind of sideways sometimes. I'd be trying to catch them. I'd be like pretending I'm sleeping. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, I, I'll try to see. I, I like put my I would put my toys in like a super specific uh uh, direction right mm -hmm. like on this one little dot that's on the carpet because i'm like if it moves overnight i know they're moving at night when i'm sleeping because the toy story is like the the toys were alive 
and I would do that almost every night. I'm like, ah, nah, they're trying to, they're, they're smart. They're smart. I was trying to figure that out. <laughs> but I never, I've never believed in Santa Claus, but I believe my toys could, uh. <laughs> I never believed in Santa Claus. Are you going to let your kids believe in Santa Claus? Hell no. Nah. No? no? I don't think so either. Hell no. Nah. I want to take the credit. <laughs> I need I need all the credit. <laughs> I need all that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time. I don't know why this is so random. This random story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got in trouble. Uh, I was watching this show, and I thought it was just so dope. <laughs> this when I was younger. I had no concept of anything. I was watching this show, and it was this rich dude. And like before every meeting, he was like smart as hell. Before every meeting, he would do like a line of coke. Yeah. And then he would go in there and he would kill the meat and everybody like, man, he's the smartest dude in the world. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro. Like, that shit look hard, bro. Yeah. I was like, I need some powder, bro. <laughs> so I took a Tylenol pill, bro, mm-hmm. and I crushed that shit. And I'm like, yeah. So I crushed it and I took this, uh, I had my, my library card and I was moving it around. I never intended, like, you know how you just like. The black mom instinct just catches you in the wrong moment. Mm-hmm. I never intended to sniff it. I just like I wanted to chop it up and move it around and stuff like that. And my mom literally came through as I was going like chopping it up and moving. I was just like, man, which belt? <laughs> <laughs> which? <laughs> How long? <laughs> Too much punishment. Yeah. I take it. <laughs> you ever got punished and you just like, yeah, I deserve this, bro. One. I, my dad, our whoopings used to uh, was with hangers, right? So, like, just the hangers in our hand. That's kind of like a, a regular Nigerian thing for some reason. Yeah, so we used to get spoons to the hand. Yeah. yeah. So, but then we used to have these, like, stiff hangers, and we had, like, the more flimsy hangers. So I always made sure that the flimsy hangers were, like, the ones that are prominent. Like, there's no clothes on it. And we always hung clothes with the the really good hangers. Mm. So, so every it feels like, especially if you knew you got in trouble a lot, yeah. which I did, and I'm sure you did, too, mm-hmm. you start to do things more tr- strategically. Yeah. Like, um, I always like if I knew before I, my mom's like schedule to tell you when you're getting punished yeah. was when you got home. She never addressed it in public <clears throat> mm-hmm. or she mentioned it like, you know, like if she says a saying, she'd be like, you know, you do something like you knock over a toy in Walmart when you're supposed to be right behind her or something like that. She'd be like, OK, I see what I see what we're doing here. You'd be like, oh, she's going to she's going to punish me somehow when we get home. Mm hmm. All right, cool. As soon as I get home, I put on a pair of jeans and then I put on some jogging pants. Every and time. And just be waiting there. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it don't. Yeah. But guess who prepared? Is that me? <laughs> you gotta be ready. Well, because sometimes you forget that you're supposed to get to a me, whooping my, that day. My dad felt like the you know you wear, you hit jeans and stuff like that, yeah. like a rug in here. Like he's like, all right, go change, go change. <laughs> my dad would make us change. Like I said, Nigerian punishments are weird, bro. Different standing positions. Standing with your arms out like this, eyes closed, trying to balance like this, <laughs> like <laughs> labor intensive stuff. <laughs> I get it though. They had one time they had my little brother cut grass with scissors. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> All right, I saw a TikTok um, with this guy asking this question. It was uh, it went, "What do you say when somebody knocks on a public bathroom door when you're like when you're in when you're taking a dump in a public bathroom?" Somebody knocks, doo, 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 and you're using the bathroom in the public bathroom. What do you say? I go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, it's coming! <laughs> you don't just say, hey, someone's in here? Nah. <laughs> I want you to make it. Oh, shit! <laughs> Taco <I> Tuesday! <laughs> I always hate those public bathrooms that have the... Like, it's just one door, just one bathroom. Like, the place that have, like, one bathroom in the place. Like, you open the door, just one toilet, one sink. Like, fam. Like, I don't oh, want to... like, you want to be next to dude? You <laughs> no. It's just, Mike, like, like, never... Mike, like, we need more people. <laughs> more me to me. <laughs> me to me. You go to the office and complain, so y'all don't want people to bond. <laughs> How am I supposed to bond if it's one toilet? <laughs> The bath, the the conversations in cl- in bathrooms cl- uh, in clubs are like the funniest conversations. Oh. It's like you really like sometimes people will spill their whole life to people you're never gonna meet again. Like you get that one dude that's telling you his life story and stuff like that, or there's that one dude that come in like with the the one joke, like the one like the one punchline and think like it was super that funny. Be funny sometimes. sometimes they do. I forgot some dude said <laughs> it was something. Yeah. That was you, though. You would come in the bathroom and say some random shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> you said, huh? Oh, no. I, what I used to do when we used to go into bathrooms, I'd be like, yep, there he is. Beat his ass. <laughs> and everybody used to turn around on the urinal make sure it wasn't him. <laughs> you didn't get peed on? <laughs> oh, shit. Everybody get their pee in? That's wild like, as hell. End up like those IG models. Oh. <laughs> in the USA. <laughs> In the U.S., getting shit on in America is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> ain't that crazy? <laughs> that their mindset is like, this is okay in Dubai. Yeah, I guess yeah, but I guess like nobody in Dubai is gonna be on like Instagram one day and be like, "Remember I shitted on you?" Like the dude from Dubai doesn't even have an IG. Yeah, so they probably feel a little bit safer. <laughs> Still a wild ass concept, bro. <laughs> yeah, like that type of stuff happened to. Oh, there was a debate right on on Twitter, and said, "Um, so we're talking about football here. Sacks are easy." <laughs> <laughs> so, are sacks easier to get than interceptions? Um, to me, obviously, both both positions are on defense, mm-hmm. right? If you are a defender, especially at a higher level, D1 or NFL, the one thing you know how to do, almost every defender knows how to do is you know how to tackle, right? And that's what a sack is. Mm -hmm. A sack is tackling the quarterback on a pass play behind a line of scrimmage, right? And everybody knows how to tackle. If you blitz, more likely there's – how many times you see Aaron Donald rush and the quarterback runs from Aaron Donald Mm -hmm. and runs right into somebody else? For easy sack, yeah. quarterbacks are the easiest person to tackle, mm-hmm. right? So it could pop, you can literally run into a sack. If a quarterback throws you directly, throws you the ball, you still have to catch it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking the e- the easiest sack to get and the easiest interception to get is way easier to get a sack if you're blitzing with some D lineman or you're a D lineman because D line is the easiest position to play. Yeah, by far. Yeah, I feel like that too. A hundred percent. Every other uh, spot, there's like a do like D linemen don't have to drop back. They do obviously they got run and pass. But yeah. Everybody else has three responsibilities on defense: yeah. run, pass. Uh, they got to fill in this gap, or they got to cover back. Or yeah. this. They got 
they're just going forward. So, so you told me what your the weakest one is. What do you think is the hardest NFL position to play? NFL was easy quarterback. Easiest? I mean, yeah. I mean the hardest. I mean sorry. Hardest? No, I'm saying easiest. Easy. Which NFL position is the hardest to play? Right. I'm saying it's quarterback easily. Okay. Besides the quarterback. Besides quarterback. Yeah. Um. Left tackle or okay. right tackle. Yeah. Because you can't, it's kind of like being like a corner. Let me ask the question this way. What is the top three easiest or top three hardest NFL positions? Okay. The number one is obviously DB, right? Mm -hmm. More likely the receiver is the best athlete on the field. Yeah. One of the receivers are, and you got to cover them. And let's say you're covering them probably 50 times a game. If they catch three balls for 100 yards, which they only caught it three times out of 50 plays, mm -hmm. and maybe they were thrown to 20, they win the matchup. Yeah. So just look at that percentage. A receiver can go three out of 10 on you, have 80 yards in a TD and win the matchup. Yeah. Uh, the next one is left or right tackle or any O-line position. Same thing with them. Mm -hmm. Your stats at the end of the game as a D lineman say one sack and two tackles for loss. We win against each other 100 plays. Yeah. You won three of them. You just so happened to get the tackle, one sack and two tackles for loss out of it. Now your stats and everybody's talking. You always see that. How many sacks you're giving up? And if yeah. you're like, the best left tackle in the league, he only gave up 10 sacks. The worst one gave up 30. I only mm. got beat 30 times this year mm. out of 1,000 plays. Yeah. But I'm the worst. Um, I say that. So I got O-line, DB. So I got DB, O-line. And I say... The last one, the next, it'd probably be uh, quarterback, like you said. I said I think I think it'll be running back. Running back's the hardest. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think I, I think there's really good success in quarterbacks coming out at the beginning. Huh? I feel like the, a lot no, of quarterbacks. You said without quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I was quarterbacks definitely I, quarterbacks I, definitely on there. So okay, so the top three with so quarterbacks. top three top top three hardest positions yeah. to play is quarterback. Then DB, then O line. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, quarterback is <laughs> quarterback is tough. Yeah, <laughs> like have you ever just tried to like hop in and play quarterback? Yeah, no. Like just them being able to take the snap, bro. Like <laughs> who else has to do that? Mm -hmm. You have to catch the ball or grab the ball on a regular yeah. every single play. Like that's crazy to hey, me, bro. Yeah. I was oh, speaking of football now. That was obviously the NFL draft and all these other drafts are coming up too. I was wondering, like, how many times can you be wrong? How many times, like, how many times you have to be wrong to keep calling yourself an expert? Right. Yeah, you because know, there's like these draft experts and these expert scouts and stuff like that, and they're wrong a lot. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> they're wrong a lot. So, like, is it like what's the definition of an expert? And like, how many times can you call yourself an expert if you're wrong that many times i think i think what they do even, a, even I, if you're wrong even if you're right more than you're wrong still i know i think they do a really good job though the reason i say they do a really good job is like they're rarely wrong about the round mm -hmm. they're wrong about like the order yeah. right so they might have this guy going first overall he ends up going 14th but they knew he was a a a first rounder yeah like, you know what I mean? Like a high first rounder. Same thing with basketball. It's like they're wrong, more wrong. Usually they're more right in basketball, but they're wrong sometimes about the order. Mm -hmm. But 
they're usually right. Like he's a lottery pick. He eventually got he got picked somewhere. I, around I feel the like the top, the first round is always somewhat easy, especially the first fifteen picks. It's kind of like common sense what the team needs, and then the best player. It's pretty much sometimes just like the first five picks are just like star players, like every yeah. time. But somebody Big always name. goes off the grid. Yeah, and it's crazy because as fans, this was so wild to me. As fans, we have no idea who to pick in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh yeah, round. Exactly. That's why GMs get paid. Mm-hmm. But we always know when it's a bad pick. Like I've never, um, I don't feel like I have like crazy, crazy knowledge. Obviously, I was a football coach, but I still don't have crazy knowledge of like NFL or NBA to where I can go in depth and be like, oh, this should be like a fifth round pick in NFL. Like yeah. I never go that far in depth. But I know what's a bad pick. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand how they can't, especially in the first round. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I've never been wrong. Like, I can go back when the Cavs drafted Anthony Bennett. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, you, the dude down the street, hey, should we tra- draft Anthony Bennett? Hell no. Not with the Damn, first I round. I forgot about Anthony Bennett. Yeah, I don't even think that whole draft was good, but it definitely wasn't <laughs> him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just like certain stuff, like. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you know you get it, you get it wrong. Like you know, Jason Tatum ended up being like the the best person in that Lonzo Ball draft. Like, yeah, you just sometimes you get it wrong. But yeah, I was just wondering. Know. Yeah. Well, what? Uh, add another funny topic that I was thinking about. When you were kids, when you were a kid, did you ever, or even in your adult life, did you ever like throw away like a a dish because it was so dirty and you didn't feel like washing it? Hell yeah. <laughs> Especially them Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> them Tupperware get that little, that or red. oil. The, I don't know, that little, the red thing you done put some, it's some spaghetti, spaghetti you had in there. And get that red, that shit yeah. gotta go after a while. Especially if you're on dish duty. Yeah. It's just making you look bad. Let I me mean, show you, want to know what my trick was with the dish uh, dish duty? Anytime it was my turn to wash the dishes and I had a couple of dollars in my pocket and I saw a whole bunch of Tupperwares, with, especially with the spaghetti thing. I would literally just throw all those Tupperwares away, go to the Dollar Tree, because everything was a dollar there. So I had like, if it was like ten Tupperwares, I was willing to risk ten dollars. That's crazy. I was really risking then wash dishes, and that's so dumb now thinking back. Like I threw it away, walked to the Dollar Tree with ten dollars, walked back. That was yeah, that definitely wasn't uh economically friendly there. Yeah, I was a king of letting some shit soak. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I used to have everything soaking. Yeah. I'm like, damn, but you do the dishes? Yeah. I'm like, everything's soaking right now. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. Be dishes all on the counter, or letting it soak. <laughs> that was the, that was the, that's how you bought yourself some time. Because mm-hmm. sometimes your mom be like, nah, I'll just do it then. And it's like you know, you know, because you know moms don't like seeing messes, and so yeah. they see it, they're like, oh nah. But yeah, the the soaking one was definitely. Uh... <laughs> that's the that's one thing I will say about women though. Mm-hmm. We rarely say you know women do this and women do that. One thing I will say about women is that their time frame on stuff in their head goes way quicker than ours does. Like you ever had a girl ask you to do something mm-hmm. and you don't do it like within thirty seconds and then she does it herself? You're mm-hmm. like, it's been thirty seconds. Yeah. Like, 30 seconds. If I ask you to do something, like, hey, hey, I'm about to do something. Can you move my car? Yeah. Like, I'm asking you to move my car because I can't do it. Like, I never asked for something that I can't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm in the shower right now. You got to move my car before you get a t- ticket. Can you please do that? Like, and you doing that on your t- own time. Like, I'm not yeah. going to be mad if you if you do it 30 minutes later. Like, <laughs> if you was finished watching the show. Yeah. Like, a girl actually, can you move my car? And then they look at you. 
I said, can you move my car? Like, damn, can you, like, if you looking at that, I mean, you can do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? If you have time to wait. <laughs> what uh. the hell going on? They concept of time goes so fast, bro. It's been 25 seconds. No, that's facts. Act like it's been an hour, bro. <laughs> like, God damn. But sometimes it do be long sometimes. Like, sometimes we're at fault sometimes. Because I know <laughs> I'll get asked to do something. And I'll like I'll I'll get to it, and then the two K game or the UFC game get a little intense. Get crazy, <laughs> bro! You don't think the worst thing I've ever did was so I'm just gonna say my girlfriend just because so the, for TikTok, but oh well, my girlfriend was um I was playing the game right, and then my girlfriend texts me and says um can you open the door for me? But I'm playing a game UFC, you can't pause the game, right? <laughs> so I'm so in the game. <laughs> She has all the bags in her head, so I'm like trying to finish the game super fast. And she like calls me like, "Where are you?" I just ignore the call, <laughs> try to keep playing the game. Wow! And, and then you have to go, go run downstairs in between rounds. You butt ass naked. <laughs> no, the worst thing I ever did. Um, I ever tell you I cried playing a video game? <laughs> what? How old are you? Huh? I was like, like ten. Uh huh. I started crying. Yeah. Because my mom told me to take out the chicken by 4 o'clock. Yeah. I was, like, playing my Madden. And that was back then. I I didn't have a memory card. Mm-hmm. So I used to have to create my – I used to create my whole team. And I used to try to play the whole season in one. So I'm sitting there creating. And she's like, yeah, make sure you take the chicken out. And I'm like, okay. So I'm playing. Like, yeah, I take the chicken out after I'm done. And I didn't play the whole game. And I looked at the clock. And it was 8 o'clock. Sheesh. So I went to go take the chicken out. Obviously, it's frozen. And mm-hmm. I just started. I just started crying and stuff. I was like, <laughs> and that was the first time I was like, I'm gonna just keep playing again. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, it's over. It's good. <laughs> That's when I started getting too smart. When I was like, damn, I'm already in trouble. Like, how much worse can it get? Yeah. She'll give me a double whooping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a good podcast. Oh damn. Yeah. That's too long. <laughs> All right, y'all boys. They were saying we didn't need longer uh, podcasts. I was like, I feel that. I feel like we're not going to force. If it goes longer than an hour, then we'll keep talking. But again, thank you for everybody for listening to Crash Dummies episode 45. Bro, why my headphones been like this? I, honestly, I was looking at it the whole time. Get like that? <laughs> I was looking at it the whole time. I was like... Uh, that boy trying something different. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I wasn't. <laughs> well, anyway, appreciate y'all. This has been episode 45. Peace.